Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Wherever you are. Thank you for listening. This is where I come to share things that God has shown me, that he really loves me, and he wants a relationship. And I wanted to share this with you because he loves you too. And he wants you to know the same things that he's taught me. I will share stories, testimonies, his miracle signs and wonders. Sometimes I will share wisdom, scripture, visions that he's given me. Maybe some music to uplift you for the day. If you're here, I pray that you are willing to take this journey with me. Everything I share comes from a place of compassion, love, and really want to encourage you. God is so faithful, and I just want you to know that he's no respecter of persons. He wants these blessings and miracles for you, too. Enjoy. Share with a friend. Let's all do this journey to victory together. Amen? All right, let's go. Are you ready for the next episode? All right, let's get into it. Hey, friends. Um, I was on Instagram and I saw this post and I need to read it to you guys because I mentioned that place of the sweet spot. This just spoke to me and it's, it's really a confirmation of what I've been feeling in the spirit. And here it goes. In all we do, there is a thief who wants you to stay stuck and he's going to give you the fight of a lifetime. And as discouraging as it may be in those shakings and trials that come, we can stand firm knowing that the shaking comes only because the enemy is desperate. He knows he's about to lose and he tries to do everything in his power to escape the unscathed. But in the end, come on somebody, say it with me. We serve a God who has overcome the world. And before you know it, your miracle comes and breakthroughs happen in Tense shaking comes as a sign showing us that the victory is already at hand in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. So much so that everyone will only stand astonished at the majesty of God. I mean, come on, somebody. Come on. You needed that right now. And I needed that right now. You know, the enemy is out to steal, kill, and destroy. And he will do whatever it takes to get you discouraged, off your path, distracted. He's tricky. But God. But God. And if we pause and we slow down and we listen, we'll catch it. He'll show us. No, no, no. Don't go over this way. Don't talk over there right now. I need you over here right now. I know you want to do this, that, the other, and the third. Just hold on. Hang on. And sometimes when he tells us no, it's a no, like a delay, because we're not ready. If we go out on our own strength, it won't produce what what he needs us to produce or what we need. You know, sometimes we're not ready. 
we go out in haste, we go and help God, go up ahead of him and say, you know, oh, I see it. And this is what I'm going to do with that. No, no, it is not wise. (laughs) And I've learned this so many times, people. I have learned. Learn from me if you are, if you don't want to take my word for it. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. I want to try to encourage you to do something different. That's why I keep saying, you know, get in the word yourself. You're going to learn God's character and you're going to be amazed. He loves y'all. He really does. He's so excited. He is waiting patiently. He wants to do new things. He wants breakthroughs and miracles for you and your family. He wants it down your bloodline. Up and down. You understand? It gives him pleasure. It gives him to see his children getting along. You know. As us parents do, we get we're happy when our children get along, aren't we? When we see other children getting along, that makes us all smile. When people get along, when we're on one accord, when there's unity, that's what it's supposed to be like. It's supposed to be families gathering together in community. Worship should be like that. Church should be like that. Kids should be in church services too. They need to learn the word. And I understand people think children have short attention spans. I don't think we give them what they need to have longer attention spans sometimes. We got to push them. They're smarter than we think they are, than what we give them credit for. I might be the only one, but I do bring my children to... um, service most of the time every once in a while if it's like they need the kids to go because of the content or whatever I don't know I just I think we see more in movies I think kids know way more than we think they do they see more on the internet on movies as it is and we want to shelter them when we when we go to church I don't know. To me, <laughs> that feels backwards. It just does. I, I, I don't understand. We want to censor what's in the Bible, but we don't censor. You know, some parents do censor, and for a very long time, I didn't have a TV. I didn't let my kids use the internet um, all that much because I, I know what was out there, and I didn't want I wanted to teach my kids. I didn't want the internet teaching my kids. Or especially with some of the agendas that are going on right now. There is stuff out there that I don't want my children to know. Or be exposed to. I know I'm going to probably get some pushback on you know, my view. I understand it. I understand both sides really. I do. I just think that I don't know. For a long time, my kids went to Sunday school because, you know, we think that's the right thing to do and let's keep it, you know, nice and sweet for the kids. But sometimes they're playing and they're having juice and snacks and stuff and that's great. That's all well and good, but I would find that they weren't really learning the word. You know, they weren't paying attention. 
I don't know. I think there needs to be something, a little bit of both. Do they do they need interaction and social? Yes, we all do. We all do. So it's not like I'm, I don't want to take away from that either. I'm saying have time for play. But I also think there's time for maybe Sunday school should join service and then have something afterwards where it's all families hanging out, having a picnic, or I don't know, depending on your church grounds or what your space is, if there's a cafeteria or some sort of dining hall, then have something together at the end of service. Like, I think this hour in and hour out or couple of hours in and out and and you're done for the week I don't know if that's a good idea either I think it should be fellowship like during the week a Bible study during the week and we need I think if not I'm not saying every single day but maybe three or four times a day um sorry three or four times a week there should be an interaction of some sort together because we go to church Sunday, leave, come home, and then maybe, you know, some sort of Bible study online or in service. And and then what do you have, five days out of the rest of the week that you're left to your own devices and do what... I, I just, I don't know, help me, help me figure this out because I, I do, I think that there should be more. And I'm not saying a, a total of sitting in the pew or sitting in, 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 in the sanctuary five days a week, but something church-related in the building with, you know, there are certain rules that you abide by when you go to church. There are certain things you do and certain things you don't do. And I think being around that environment on a more regular basis, I think that's good. And then you got people who have church homes, you know, um, house church, and they go from, you know, and that's awesome. I think, you know, it's like Paul did that in the Bible, hung out with a few people for a few days, and and then it was time to leave. He left, and uh, I'm all for that too, you know. However that looks, whatever that looks like, what do we think heaven's going to be like? Do you think it's once a week? No. We're talking about eternity. Eternity. Right? Like I said in another episode that, what are we teaching our kids? What do we want to learn? You know, what are we doing? What are we spending our time doing? I don't know. I, I want to get with some other people to talk this out, hash this out, help me figure this out because I don't know if I'm alone in thinking this way or not. But, and let's invite people. Let's invite people who, you know, we think, oh man, they never go with me. You never know. You never know about that either. You know, so let's pray. Let's keep that in prayer. All of us. Who can we invite to church? And how many more services can we attend? You know, maybe it's something that um, we bring it to God together and we pray in agreement about that. 
that he'll do something different. You know, heaven is, there's going to be celebration. Christ is waiting for his bride. And we need to learn to get along together and good times, serious times, fellowship, you know, eat together, break bread together, worship together, you know, do life together, build together. The whole point of this is to advance God's kingdom. I mean, just, just think about that for a second. What do you think that looks like? Yeah. I'm going to leave it on that note. Yeah, give me some feedback in the comments. Let me know. Let me know how you guys think. What you what what what's your feelings on any of this right here? All right. Um thank you for joining me today. Thank you for being on this journey with me. I pray that you return and listen to more episodes. Share with your friends and loved ones that you think would benefit from this episode. If you have any prayer requests, comments, or suggestions, please reach out to prudentpeers at gmail.com. You know how I do. I love y'all. I'm praying for y'all. Until we meet again, deuces.